Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined with Amanda and our special guest, Chelsea Barrett. Hello. So for everyone out there, Chelsea is a consultant, a thought leader, speaker, and motivator of positive change. We will be discussing how our thoughts impact pursuit of career opportunities. I mean, this is going to be a great conversation. Um, Welcome, Chelsea. Thank you, Lynn. It's great to be here. I'm excited to dig in and talk more about this topic. You bet. So let's just do what you said, dig in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea, what initially got you interested in how thoughts impact your life? Yes, Lynn. So I went through an experience in my life, and I'm willing to bet that your audience can relate to this, where I was in a job, and I was so excited because it felt like a real, quote, unquote, real career. And I had gotten into accounting. And for me, I had equated accounting with being a doctor or a lawyer. It just It seemed like a, a real career that meant something. And I, I got there and I started doing the work. And it, by the way, I was very terrified of math and numbers before I got into that career. But I was able to overcome those fears. And as I got more into the role, I realized that I wasn't I didn't see a path for growth. And so I I started thinking, okay, what else can I do? Right? And I started talking to different companies and I was still looking for whatever reason for accounting jobs because I was thinking in my head that I couldn't do anything else. And so I kept looking for accounting jobs and applying and I I even got a couple of offers but they, I wasn't, nothing was resonating. I wasn't feeling good about those opportunities. And so at that point, Lynn, I knew that I had to change something. And what I needed to change was myself. Because in order to go after a new type of career opportunity, I had to change the way that I thought about what I could do. Yes. And so that is how my journey began. And I and I was at this point in my life very I was very negative and my default thinking was negative. And I think some of that might have had to do with being in accounting because you know I'm reading a book by Sean Acor right now, The Happiness Advantage. And in there he says that accountants and lawyers are very skilled at finding things that are wrong. Right. They're always looking for things that are out of balance or or uh, wrong on a contract. So that's how your brain starts to operate. And so I had to start thinking about my thoughts and how I could reshape them to get where I wanted to go on a different path. Hmm. That's so interesting. Um, can you give us a few examples about how thoughts can impact our lives besides the one that you were just describing? Absolutely, Amanda. So when there's a there's a great quote that Tony Robbins has, and it says, where focus goes, energy flows. And what that means is that we are if we are concentrating or focusing on something in our life that is not serving us, 
then we're going to draw that to us. So for example, <laughs> if I am saying, you know, I can't, I can't have a career in anything else, or I can't get promoted, or I cannot earn more money, then that's exactly what we get. Because, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because not only are we telling ourselves that in our heads, but we're also we are exhibiting exhibiting that in one way or another, whether it's in our body language, our facial expressions, or in the energy that we are putting out. All of that comes out from what we think inside of our head. You know, I this is really ringing true to me, Chelsea, because just yesterday, or was it the day before, I was filming um, Instagram videos and I was sitting there going like, you know, I've had this thing. I'm not an actress. I can't memorize this stuff. And I said, you can do anything. And I said, you can do this. You can memorize two paragraphs of copy. Yeah. And I just started rehearsing it going over and over and over it. And I close my eyes and I, I get one part done. Then I add the second part and then I did it. And I shot seven, Instagram videos and in every one I had memorized the copy and it sounded normal, <laughs> sounded yes. natural and yes. I could do it. I could do it. Mm -hmm. So rather mm -hmm. than this self-fulfilling prophecy, I, mm -hmm. I just did exactly that. And I think that that's where you're going here that, you know, if we've thought that we can't do something and we think yeah. that well, I can't do this, you know, I'm not an actress. I can't memorize these lines. It's just not possible. It, it really does limit us. I mean, Right. So, I mean, how, how do you recommend and how do you talk to people mm -hmm. so that they can see that it does limit them? And then how can they turn that around? Mm -hmm. So, Lynn, it's all about, first of all, recognizing the thoughts. So tuning in and hearing them, quote unquote, hearing them and taking being OK with the thoughts coming in. So, in fact, about. They say that about 70, 80, 70 percent of our thoughts are negative, if you can believe that or not. And it, it's wow. simply the way that the brain is designed, because when we were back in the, the cave woman days, right, when we were <laughs> <laughs> running from tigers or whatever, uh, our brain really had to be designed to protect us. Right. And so because of that, our brain brings up negative thoughts to keep us safe. So as long as we are aware of them, what we can do, just like you did, Lynn, in your example, is we can flip the thought. We can create a new habit where when the negative thought comes up, like in Lynn with your example, where you're saying, oh, I can't do this. This is, I'm not an actress. Change it around. What are you good at? You're good at getting your point across. You're good at being clear at what you you want to convey and change your thought to that kind of thing to a more optimistic and positive approach. And then you're going to see a big difference in what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I've definitely thought a lot about this before, especially when I was younger, about trying to change my perspective and like I'm not. I don't know, I'm not too shy to do this interview while well, I can do it. And I think it's really powerful to kind of try to change your perspective on something and 
overcome that. But can we retrain our brain to think differently more universally? And if so, how can we do that? Yes, we, we definitely can, Amanda. And it's really all about slowing down and again, tuning into the thoughts and then changing them in the moment. You know, the other day I was in a meeting and I was I was the only woman in the room and it was I think about four men and they were talking really fast and uh, you know, very connected and talking over one another and I really wanted to get my voice in there because I wanted to be part of the conversation and I had things to say, but what I was telling myself was, oh, well, I'm not processing it fast enough. You know, I'm not going to be able to get my thought in here. But then I stopped myself and I slowed down. I said, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I got this, right? I can simply listen and pick up on a couple of cues and I am smart enough to come up with an idea that's going to add value to this conversation. And I was able to do that. And once I you know, got into the conversation, it then flowed very naturally. But if I had not allowed myself or given myself permission to change that thought, about myself in the scenario, then I wouldn't have done that and I wouldn't have had a voice in the meeting. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a really good practice. I think it's to, you definitely need to identify it and face what it is that's holding you back in that case and then how can you reframe it. And yeah. so, I mean, that's a really, you know, at its core, how do you apply some of the, what practices do you use to apply that so that you can stay aware of your thoughts? Yes. So, so the thought patterns that we have, they, we're, it's estimated that there's about 70,000 thoughts that we have on a daily basis. And the brain does not know how to create new thoughts necessarily. So it's, simply circulating the same thoughts over and over again, unless you stretch yourself outside of your comfort zone or you change some of your habits or both. So what I've done, Lynn and Amanda, is I have incorporated uh, some tools and I'm sure you both use some of these as well. Uh, so gratitude is huge. Okay, so recognizing what you're grateful for, because what that does is it takes the first thought. So, so let's say you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, I don't want to go to work today. Right? That's your first thought. If you hear it, if you have that thought come up when you wake up, what's something else that you can be grateful for when you wake up? Maybe it's, oh, man, my bed is really comfortable. <laughs> or... <laughs> Or, oh, the, the coffee or the tea that I'm going to be able to have here in just a few minutes is amazing, right? Something like that so that the brain is, then starts to look for things that you're grateful for. It, it retrains your brain to look for those things rather than the negative. So that's one is uh, practicing gratitude. And for me, I, I simply write down more than three uh, things that I'm grateful for a day. And I, I do it in a notebook. You, I also do it in a note on my phone. So if I'm 
running around and I didn't have a chance to sit down and write it out, I'll put it on my phone or I'll even dictate it into my phone sometimes. So as long as you take a, just a few moments to recognize what you're grateful for, that's gonna make a world of difference. The other couple things that I do, so another one is meditation. And for those of you who aren't meditators today, don't be intimidated. <laughs> uh, so my mom growing up was a meditator and I was very resistant to, to meditating because my mom actually got made fun of by family or friends because this was at a time when it wasn't very popular. So I was very resistant to it to a long t for a long time. But then what I discovered is as I just did a little bit at a time was that I didn't have to stop my thoughts. Okay, I always had this thing like, oh, you sit down and you have to stop all your thoughts. Well, that's nearly impossible. Um, and it's really about observing the thoughts and what is coming by and if it's negative it's simply an observation of oh that's interesting so that's another one and then the a couple of other things so visualization so athletes use this all the time right if you're going into a presentation or you're going into an athletic endeavor or hiking mount rainier or, you know anything like that you can visualize yourself doing that and you can visualize yourself with confidence and certainty and that your subconscious brain doesn't know the difference between the imagined or the, the visualization and real life. So your brain will actually help you recreate that when you visualize it beforehand. And affirmations are the other thing that help. And there is an app, it's called Think Up, where you can record yourself saying some affirmations into the app and then you can listen to it over and over again. Now, affirmations sometimes work for people, sometimes they don't. Uh, one that I can share with you both that worked well for me is for a long time, or not a long time, but for some time, I had some leaders where I was feeling uncomfortable where I was thinking that they weren't interested in what I had to say. And again, this was a thought that I created. <laughs> so I, I switched it around and I put it into an affirmation. So every morning I would look at it and read it to myself that said, leaders appreciate your opinion, they want to hear from you. And I'll tell you what, after about three weeks, I started to notice a change with the leaders and I felt completely different about the situation. And it was all about how I switched this the self-talk in my head. Yeah, wow. no, that's a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, I love all of these ideas and I wanna start implementing all of them today. Awesome. <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I actually never, I you know, thought about the affirmation part. And I do mm -hmm. agree with, I mean, I actually use the gratitude um, a lot when um, when my husband was going through his battle with cancer. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a tough road you have to go down and yeah. you have to go down it. And um, 
then there's no way off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're, mm -hmm. you're stuck on the highway. So, yes. um, and uh, and it's and I'm not laughing because it was I'm laughing from the tears, you know. But yes. it was you had. What are you grateful for? You know, every yes. day. What are you grateful for? Yeah. So, and it yeah. it did. It was just that staying away from that that negativity. And that's the other thing that I found is not spending time with people who are overly critical or negative. They're you know, they don't inspire you. They just drag you down because right. that, that it is, it's just, it's like a poison um, yes. that just, it spreads, it touches your skin, it gets in your lungs. I mean, and uh, it's, it's toxic. So. Yeah. And I'll, I'll share something that one of my coaches recently shared with me was the powerhouse people will not hang out with people who are negative. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And yes, I mean, not everything's going to be positive and great all the time, of course, but it's about how we approach situations. And the more that we can approach situations with optimism and looking towards what's good, the more people that we're going to attract, the better energy we're going to put out uh, and and have a, a more positive outcome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, yeah. hands down, but I love the aff affirmation idea. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, mm -hmm. I've been there too, um, with having to reframe my thoughts around either someone or a situation. And, and that, I think that would definitely be like a really positive thing to, um, incorporate. I'm going to start it at like Amanda. I'm going to start that. Yeah. today. <laughs> good. <laughs> Good. So um, thank you, Chelsea, so much for sharing how you've changed your beliefs and your thoughts about yourself um, to stretch and go after career opportunities to improve your life. I mean, this has been a wonderful conversation. Yes. Thank you. This has been awesome. So good to talk to you both and be part of this show. Yeah. And I mean, this is I mean, I think Amanda and I are, and everyone listening is going to be inspired and ready to go. And, and that's the number one thing is take away this action and implement it today. You know, make a change today from one of the practices that Chelsea shared um, and make it your own and you're going to push yourself forward. So if anyone else out there listening, you have some ideas or solutions you'd like to share, we would love to hear from you. Um, you can add it to the comment section. On the, on the podcast, you can um, send us an email, drop us a question or uh, suggest a topic or tell us some other ideas about this. You can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And if you'd like to stay current on all of our, our informative advice and these incredible podcasts and other breakthrough advantages, please sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter. And as always, thank you for listening.